Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to Redmen News. I'm Ross Charlie, joined today by Jack Gill. And for the final week, we are brought to you in association with The Athletic. Uh, you've got until Thursday if you want a seven-day free trial and 50% off a yearly subscription, go to www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redmen News. Um, we have quite a bit to get through um, today. Obviously, the news from the weekend about Liverpool placing their staff uh, on furlough, non-playing staff, that is, on furlough, um, has drawn up a lot of debate over, over Twitter at the weekend. I know Paul and Chris did a big video on the main Red, uh, Redmen YouTube channel. If you want to go and watch that, go and check that out after this and, and see what the guys had to say about that. Um, and we'll get your thoughts in there. I know there's lots of levels and there's lots of uh, finger pointing and um, whether people think it's morally right or morally wrong. Just get them all in the comments and Tom will collect them at the end. Um, we're going to start off first with some slightly better news, which is, you know, hopefully cheer us all up on a Monday. Uh, Jack, that is breaking that FIFA is set to extend the 2019-20 football season indefinitely. Uh, FIFA is to confirm an indefinite extension of the 1920 season across the globe allowing each country's football authority to determine when campaigns can finish. Uh, the game's world governing body will also alter the dates of the summer transfer window and permit a contract extensions for players whose deals run out on the June 30th. Uh, the plans, which are likely to be revealed in the next 48 hours, will afford maximum flexibility with FIFA, appreciating the spread of the coronavirus in each different country. This comes after UEFA last week committed to finishing the current season and was moved to deny a report that its own president, Alexander Seferin, had a set a deadline for August 3rd to complete all outstanding games. Um, this comes on the back of Friday, Jack, which I did have in the agenda, was the Premier League statement on top of that. Um, <laughs> but additionally, after after the weekend's news, which I don't know what we'll get to, it was it was a it was a bit shit to be honest with you. Um, but to come into Monday and have positive thoughts, I think is actually quite nice. Yeah, this is the best case scenario, isn't it? We, we spoke about um, before we came on live uh, on air about um, obviously German football and how they're all back training in small groups. So, you know, I think different countries are going to be ahead of others uh, during this and, and we don't know when it will end in the UK. So the fact that FIFA has extended the season indefinitely for all countries, I think it's brilliant because it just means that that when when that country is ready to finish their season, they can. Uh, and you know that there's going to be, it's going to be quite difficult um, with, with European competitions like the Champions League and the Europa League. Um, but as long as I, I think each league season gets finished when it can be, I think that's perfect. And I think it's a brilliant decision from FIFA. Yeah, I think the key point in there is like there's, there's no date set, um, no date set for it. Sorry, so it's not like you know they think this is the third of August, but it's like it's difficult because each country, as you mentioned there, you know Spain's you know is really bad at the minute. I know it's getting the situation getting better. Italy's you know is terrible as well. You mentioned Germany there. Well, they're in a better position potentially to go and start and, and try out and kind of see what happens. Obviously, it kicks off again. Don't kind of stop that, but it takes the pressure off of going, right, you need to do this, you're going to need to abide by what the TV um, media companies are saying to you because there's, you know, there's a big debate about money. It stops the conversation with also going, will it come back? When will it come back? Of everyone's going, a FIFA essentially just gone, 
fucking chill out. Like, <laughs> we'll yeah. send it definitely. So stop. I know in the scheme of things, it's not something to worry about. But as football fans, it's something just to talk about. And obviously, going for the title and, and the conversations that we've had for the past two, three weeks, it just wipes all that mystery out, doesn't it? And go, well, sounds the season's coming back when, when everyone's ready. Absolutely, because one of the main issues was the fact that there was always that date looming over. There was there were different dates in in June, July when when the season apparently had to be finished by, and it was whether it would be ready for then or not, um, it, if it was ready to be completed by then or not. But now there's no date looming over us. You just we all just need to chill out and go. Look, this season will be finished now. Um, it's just a matter of when and not if. Yeah. Uh, moving on um, to the news that we've we've. we've we've been talking about all weekend probably uh, tweet from Paul Joyce Liverpool has placed some staff who are impacted by the Premier League suspension on furlough the club has confirmed those staff will be paid 100% of their salaries to ensure no member of staff is financially disadvantaged um, I've got a couple of articles that go into this afterwards Jack um, I don't want to get your initial thoughts people in, in the comments give give us yours as well uh, where you're at and if, if your mind's changed I watched Paul and Chris's thing before and it's actually uh, really good and helped me kind of make my mind up on, on some other things, Jack, but my, my initial thoughts, and I want, I want yours as well, were um, disappointment, anger, surprise. Um, you know, this is something, that, it might be me and you last week, you know, we slagged off Mike Ashley, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Richard Branson, the guy who owns uh, Weatherspoons, that sort of thing, for it feels like taking advantage of a scheme which has been put in as a last resort for me, for, for, for businesses that are struggling for, you know, and for those staff that can't afford to go and pay the rent and, and bills and that are stressing about things. And, you know, I said there's so many ways this and we'll try and get through as many as we can. Um, you know, it just, and then morally, I think it, a lot of this depends on where your moral compass is. Morally, it doesn't sit right with what I feel. I don't think it sits right with what the club ethos is about. And, you know, you, talk, you can talk about Shankly and that this means more stuff and, you know, all the good stuff, again, that we spoke about last week of, you know, John Henson's, like, getting all the captains of the Premier League together, saying, like, listen, let's go and help out the NHS. Andy Robertson donates to food banks, the club donates to food banks. You know, all these messages, positive messages that the club and the players, and, and it's not on them, this decision. That's, that's important to remember. And it's not on the fans either. To undermine all that, I think that's, that's what I don't understand. Yeah, like you said, very angry and very disappointed um, when this news first broke. Obviously, the, the club has been brilliant throughout this and I've constantly praised them and Everton with how they've dealt with this situation. And, you know, for FSG to turn around and do that on, on the same day that Premier League players were preparing to take a 30% wage cut, I think was absolutely abysmal and, and poor timing from the club. You know, like like you alluded to there, the, the furlough scheme was brought in more for small businesses who, who would struggle during this not a massive business like Liverpool who who still continue to make a massive amount of revenue. We had a record revenue last year um, and, and there was absolutely no need for this. And, and, you know, like you said, it completely goes against the whole ethos of the club, the, the ethos of the city and the ethos of, of fans like you and I. And uh, I think it was a, a ridiculous decision from, from FSG. And, you know, it, it's not too late for them to change their mind either. And, and that's been the whole um, idea this weekend. You know, they, they've made a very, very bad decision. And, and the best thing for them to do now is is to make a U-turn on that. Yeah, but some of the damage has already been done in that context. And again, I think, you, I think you're right, the, the timing is pretty bad. You know, you've got Matt Hancock coming out saying, you know, Premier League football should donate all this money and do all this stuff. And that opens up another whole world of like, you know, 
business owners like again I slagged off Richard Branson for doing the same thing and he's he's abusing the system of you know Liverpool aren't immune to criticism. I think it's 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 wrong what they've done. Um, you know, and you can go on to why contacts of that or go and well, <laughs> you know, the Queen did a speech last night. Why isn't she why isn't she chipping? And like this isn't about finger pointing. So we're talking about Liverpool in the context of this, and there's, there's loads of articles that we're gonna go through. Um again, this is coming to criticism from Collymore, from Carragher. Um, got one here from sorry from goal.com. Um, Liverpool placed a number of staff on, on furlough. Stan Collymore, Jane Carrick both heavily criticising the decision. Uh, members of the workforce can claim up to 80%. Liverpool are going to pay the other 20%, Jack. And this is one of the things that I, I wanted to talk about, um, which I know Paul and Chris touched on, but I haven't really seen it anywhere else. Of those, those staff will have had the same worries that we probably all had of, you know, when's the bill getting paid and can they afford to live and can they do this and can they do that? I think it's important that for their mental health, that worry's been been put away. The way that it's been done is the bit that doesn't sit right. And the thing that's getting thrown about is the £42 million profit that Liverpool have made like and the owners, like for all the work, good work they've done, which you just mentioned, you could have saved themselves so much bother, so much like stress getting, getting slagged off and probably still accounted for those stuff and their stress and, and probably solved it that way. That's what angered me more as well. When when this initially came out, it's how the club had spun the article to make it look like they were doing a good thing by still paying the 20% of, of the wages. And, you know, it, it's it's good of a club in a way that obviously the the, way, the staff are still getting paid, but it's just the fact that that furlough scheme wasn't meant for, for massive businesses like Liverpool, like, like Virgin, like we said before. Um, but, like, yeah, on the one hand, it's good that these, these staff are still getting their, their full wages. But on the other hand, they, they shouldn't be getting it off the government and, and through this scheme, they should be getting it through the club. And, you know, Peter Moore was so good at, at first at saying, look, we've got staff that are trained in this, that and the other for you to to use to help you if you need people, like if you need to borrow our stewards, whatnot, they're, they're willing to volunteer themselves. And then they've turned around and gone, actually, no, the government are going to pay you. I just think it's completely wrong um, on, on, all, on all fronts. And, you know, it makes it worse a the timing and b you know what just just the whole way they've gone gone about it yeah um tom will put all the links to the articles i'm talking about in the description below and one of them that i think i advise you to go and read is obviously um mel, mel done one this morning um so we say even at the government's loophole's decision to turn around the government's corona job retention scheme um has annoyed Liverpool fans, uh, but she's taken a quote um, from a tweet, which I believe is from Andy Grant, a um, good, good friend of the show. And he says, it's like going to the food bank when you can still comfortably afford to go to the supermarket. Um, Liverpool, the world's seventh richest football club, increased the turnover uh, to £533 million and made a pre-tax profit of £42 million, which we touched on before. Um, and that, that's, the, that's the issue, isn't it, Jack, when you're seeing these figures that are flying around and how much money the club makes and, and stuff like that. That's the thing we... This is the point where you're scratching your head, isn't it? And thinking, why would you need? Why would you need to go and do that? And I, I understand if we flip it round for a second from a business perspective. And I've tried to do this and tried to justify it in, in my own head of going, well, you know, not getting the TV revenue that they would do, they're not getting the match day, you know, ticket sales that, that, that they normally would do from all this stuff of you know, excluding season tickets in that sense, because football's not on, and they don't know how long this is going to go on for, and. And then you know the back of themselves and how much money they lose on a, on a weekly basis, and from a business perspective, maybe it does make sense. But then it comes back to the forty-two million pound, which is obviously from from the the year before, from twenty eighteen, not twenty nineteen. But then you know we won the Champions League, and then we were World Club champions, and then you know all the money that we made, and we didn't spend any money in the, in the, in the summer. The transfer is like, there's like fucking loads of money flying around that club just to go actually 
yeah, we'll play. There's there's a month's sorted out. We'll see we're out in a month, and then we'll come back to it again and do, and do the same thing. But like, are, are you are you in the same boat of just being confused by it all? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Yeah, I, I, I'm very much just confused. Like, like you say, like, you know, it, it was incredibly bad timing and it was incredibly, like, we were only the third Premier League club, I, I believe, to do this after Newcastle. Uh, four, four, sorry, so Spurs, Norwich, Newcastle and Bournemouth. So Newcastle and Bournemouth, uh, sorry, Norwich and Bournemouth, I could potentially understand of being yeah. small clubs, but then again, if you work that down to, I don't know, they've probably got players that are on, on, on less wages than what Liverpool do. They're not making the amount of money that Liverpool are making and whatever else. Spurs, I slagged off last week because they did the same thing. And I think Daniel Levy got, I think he gets £3 million a year, but I think he got a £4 million bonus uh, on top of that as well. So he's thinking, well, how many staff are you, are you paying? Newcastle, we both slagged off because Mike Ashley's a tit. You know, uh, so Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool aren't immune to it. Absolutely. And, and the whole thing is, we spoke about Tottenham last week and how they're in the Champions League final. We actually won the Champions League and, and made a, a bit bigger revenue than them last year. So, you know, it, it's just, it, it's very confusing the whole situation. I don't understand how the club will have seen the, the reaction after what Tottenham did and thought, oh, you know, it'll be fine if, if we do it as well. You know, and that that's the whole thing. It's how they tried to spin it as our They'll still be getting their full wages. They'll still be getting the 20% off the club as well. I, I think they saw it as a good thing when it initially went out. I think they saw it as, oh, oh we're doing a good thing here by making sure they still get their their full amount, which which is wrong. Um, yeah. You know, like like you say, it, it may be that they're using, it may be that they're pl- pre-planning. They're expecting it in case it goes on for a long time. They're they're doing this in advance um, because they might be okay for now, but in a in a couple of months it, it will affect the club down the line. Um, but that that 
that just shows that it's worse with the timing of it. They, they could have waited as, as long as possible and, and continue doing it. I think Man City uh, are, are dealing with it quite well with, with how they're doing it. Um, and, and, and they look up by a state, to be fair to them. <laughs> but that's the other thing, though, is it's important, important point, Jack. Like, you know, I think Everton have come out and said, you know, they're really good with their community spirit. What yeah. Everton do, they're, they're excellent at it. You know, them coming out and Man United saying they're not going to do it, Man City saying they're not going to do it. And this shouldn't be about football tribalism and like point score and, you know, football banter as it is or whatever because I haven't seen many Liverpool fans that actually that agree with this and think, I think it's the right thing to do but like you know again it just this shouldn't matter but like of all the things that we said last week like not all but like all Liverpool fans that are slagged off my gosh like, like it makes it makes us light dickheads as well doesn't it yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, we've spent two weeks now criticising Mark Ashley and, and Daniel Levy and, and Richard Branson and then it happens to our club. And, you know, I've said constantly over the weekend, everyone in the Premier League, and maybe this is because I'm biased, but out of everyone in the Premier League, we're the last club I'd have thought of to make a decision like this. And that's why it's incredibly disappointing because, as I said before, it goes against the ethos of, of the club and, and the whole city, I, I think. And, you know, for, for this decision to be made, I think is incredibly bad from FSG and you know there was a period of time when FSG had a lot of people against them and and, you know it's been very hard Piers Morgan who I think often is is a massive twat he calls out this morning didn't he yeah I think he hit the nail on the head with it he said you know Liverpool is a club that in the last couple of years loads of people have, have fallen in love with because, you know, under Jurgen Klopp we've done everything right, you know Michael Edwards has, has been superb with transfers and, and we've won the Champions League last year and, and everything seems brilliant for, from Liverpool and it's hard to criticise us and then we go around and make a decision like this which I think is very poor from the club and, and you know, like I'm I said not- it's not too late for them to change their minds but the damage has already been done for many and I think, like you said then from Andy Grant I think he's absolutely nailed defending the club and I don't, I don't want to get political but is the government kind of at fault for leaving this this, this door open for, for big businesses like this to be able to go and do such a thing absolutely um, you know the, you could criticise the government in, in the same breath for saying actually they should have when they brought the furlough scheme in they should have said it's, it's not for big businesses but I think at the end of the day Ross that, that should be common sense you know the, the whole world is struggling right now it's it's not just the UK and, and loads of people are going to be massively affected by this loads of businesses have been forced to close short term or long term people probably don't know yet and while whilst you've got businesses like Liverpool like Virgin like Weatherspoons that will be affected by this and won't make as much money as they do in in, in other years but they will still cope and, and yeah. you know they should not it's be like Ma- McDonald's and Costa Coffee and all those other types of businesses like they, they've done it and again it comes back to the, to the football banter thing like you know you don't have KFC Ultras booting off it you know McDonald's for, for mm. fucking doing it because you know it seems to be exacerbated because, because it's football maybe because it's, it's in our limelight and um, just moving on quickly to two things one of which is um paul tompkins of tompkins times did a massive long piece um of saying why it's right for liverpool to do it um if i can find the link i'll put it in the description myself or, or i'll ask tom nicely to do it uh, i recommend you go and read that i think that he makes a, a lot of very good points it's nice to see things on a balance and again i'm, I'm not defending the club or, or telling you what to think but just go, go and read that um, and the final story jack is um Liverpool Supporters Union, Spirit of Shankly, uh, seeking answers from the club over their decision to furlough some non-playing staff. Um, 
they've, so they've written a letter. Uh, so I think it's basically like how many how many members of the staff is it? How long are they uh, you know are they intending to go and do it for? Um, so they've written to, to CEO um, Peter Moore on on the subject as well. Um, I, I think it's really good that Liverpool do have spirit of Shankly. Um, yeah. They're so articulate and they're so good at what they do, and you know they've got that connection with the club. And when things like this arise, that they can actually go, well, we want answers, and what we want answers now, I think I think it's exceptional. Yeah, absolutely. And I know they they took a, a bit of backlash at the weekend because obviously when when it first came out, they'd obviously written to Liverpool a few days before, making sure that all staff were going to be paid their their full wages, um, and somebody somewhere span it and said that obviously Spirit and Sh- of Shankly were involved and said that the club were doing nothing wrong, blah 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 um, But, you know, I think Spirit of Shankly, as you say, have done absolutely the right thing yet again. And, and you know, the whole club right now and every, every supporter want, wants answers to, to this. And I assume we'll get them through, through Spirit of Shankly eventually. And it's good that we've got someone like that who are, who are able to send the letter um, and have that direct communication with the club to... For us to, to understand why, really, it's like you say, there's there's all sorts of articles. There's been loads over the weekend of why the club have done it, why they shouldn't do it, why they should do it. Um, but actually, it would be good to hear answers off Peter Moore and, and John Henry and, and people like that. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for all your questions. My phone's been going mental because Tom's been passing them on to me. Um, Jim Jam Joe, one, two, three. Jack says, uh, the FIFA news is great. Uh, it means we can't be cheated out of a title we've deserved all season long. Absolutely. As I said before, it's the, the best news we wanted to hear on a Monday morning. It's it's a matter of when now and not if the season will be continued. Um, and hopefully this is done sooner rather than later. So we can see that Jordan Henderson shuffle. Yeah, I hope so. Um, Stephen Somerville says, uh, I've always thought I could trust these owners when they were great again. Um, but this terrible form from them, compare them to Mike Ashley. Can't believe this mess. They have to, re- they have to reverse the decision. Imagine what players such as Henderson, Milner, Trent, Robbo uh, uh, think about this, including Klopp. And it's right, I think we touched on it before. Jack, if you know, of all the work that they've done, I, you know, and, and it was only Friday that Jordan Henderson, there was news about Jordan Henderson coming out and getting in touch with the, the players of, you know, donating money and, uh, and whatever else. They must be thinking, like, you know, we're doing everything in our power that, that we can do. And, and again, that opens up another another can of worms of, like, you know, we're not saying why should they have to donate to the NHS, but, you know, <laughs> if it was funded properly by the government, they wouldn't have to make those decisions. But, you know, I think I think Stephen's right there. I think it, the players just gone, like, we've done all this hard work. I would say it looks like making us look like idiots. It's the same for them. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think Jordan Henderson has been absolutely incredible during this. And, you know, it makes you think as well when England obviously took the decision to make Harry Kane the captain over him. It just makes you ask the question of why all over again. You know, he's a, he's a brilliant captain for us on and off the field. And that news that came out on Friday, I, th- I think, was brilliant from him. And, you know, it was said when this came out that obviously he he was understandably fuming at the club as well. And, and you would be. Like you say, he's took all the steps off the pitch that, you know, you know, footballers have been have been questioned by the government over this, and Jordan Henderson has gone out of his way to to arrange stuff and and to 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 help people during this, which I think was brilliant. Um, and for the club to to do that, it is like being stabbed in the back, really. So, you know, it, it's it's hard on the players, it's hard on the fans, it's hard on everyone right now because, as you say, the club being compared to to the likes of Daniel Levy and and, and Mike Ashley is 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 poor, and it's it's not too late. Yes, the damage has been done, but it's it's absolutely not too late for them to change their minds yeah uh, Karen Joshua says I don't understand the furlough 
Uh, surely non-player and non-exec wages are a drop in the ocean compared to the general day-to-day expenses of running a world-class football club. Um, I think, again, it's difficult because we talk about the main revenue streams that the, the clubs are getting in. But again, in my in my mind, and I might be being completely thick for this, and, and tell me in the comments if I am, of just thinking, you know, again, the money that we haven't spent on transfer business or, you know, the TV revenue that we have got or all the money or profits that we got from last season must be enough like the comment says, for non-playing, non-playing staff and the wages that they will earn, like, <laughs> it's nothing, is it? Yeah, I, I was saying the other day as well, if if obviously the players, and it, and again, I might sound stupid saying this, but if the, obviously the players were ready to take 30% wage cuts, you know, so let's let's take a player that's on 200 grand a week or whatever, and then that 30% of their wages is 70 grand a week, which is massive. So, you know, non-playing staff who won't even be earning that a year to, to then have the government pay their wages. pay as well, though, won't they? So, like, if salary is 200 grand, they'll pay, like, on, like, sure. most of that in tax, half that in tax. But, you know, it's, it's still a massive amount of money at the, at the end of the day, and it's still more than these people, these non-playing staff will, will be earning. So, you know, it's, it's, it's huge and it, it's poor from the... Okay, uh, two green super chats to get through first. Trick Josh, thank you very much. Uh, he said FSG are paying for the redevelopment of the Anfield area, so it's a bit difficult to suddenly judge that they're taking off the taxpayer. Uh, and Craig Teb says green super chats. Uh, FSG listen to the fans about ticket prices. Do you think they will reevaluate on this? Uh, tainted a good atmosphere around the club. I think you touched on that before, Jack. If you know of all the clubs the club have done on, on and off the field and. That's right, you know, redeveloping Anfield and, and you know, continuing to do so and, and pumping money into the club that way and, you know, the, the Kirby Academy and stuff like that, you know, that's all, all good things. It feels like it, it, it's it's being undone. Uh, that's like, you know, I, I do understand the comment of saying, you know, <laughs> you're bringing, you're putting, redeveloping Anfield and creating jobs in the local economy there and, like, you know, now you're taking off, but then the offer's there for you to take it off and, and, and on the final comment of reevaluating, do you think the club will do that? I absolutely do. You know, I, I think, as, as we've said, we've seen before in the past where FSG do listen to people and go, you know what, we're, we're in the wrong there. I just don't want it to be seen as a positive when they do make what is the right decision and change their mind. Um, I think I want it to be seen as, yeah, they've done the right thing rather than, or they've done a good thing there. Um, because what they should do now is, is, is you know, um, change their minds on this decision. And I, I hope they absolutely do do that. Cool. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. We've taken enough of your time. I'm going to get some lunch. Uh, don't forget, if you want that athletic deal, seven-day free trial and 50% off a yearly subscription, uh, it runs out on Thursday. Uh, if you want to get that, it's www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redmen News. Uh, me and Jack will be back tomorrow with more news at half 12, and we'll see you then. Ta-ra. <laughs>